0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. If your organisation, school or sporting club was impacted by the bushfires, you can apply for a bushfire recovery grant by visiting combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 2nd of June. In your Squiz today, protests spread to 75 US cities. Hong Kong police banned Tiananmen Square vigil. Australia's housing market is doing okay. And Ugg Bootfoot. This is your Squiz today. It's been six days since the death of George Floyd while in police custody, and protests have now spread to 75 cities in the US. At least five people have been killed and more than 4,000 arrested. What's the latest, Claire?
1: The latest is uh, reporters really aren't sure whether tensions are easing or escalating. It's been so chaotic there. There's hotspots, particularly in Los Angeles, Uh, looking at New York, Atlanta, Philadelphia and Chicago as well. And of course, course, in Minneapolis, where there was a really frightening scene of a driver um, taking a tanker uh, towards Mm. protesters at quite some speed on a highway that really scared people.
0: There are a lot of cities that are now putting in place curfews and calling in the National Guard. There's a lot of attention on what leaders in Minneapolis, the city where George Floyd was killed, what they will do now with those involved in his death.
1: And there's been a bit of movement on that front too. Uh, Tim Walls, who is the Minnesota governor, has announced that the state's attorney general will directly lead an investigation into the three other police officers uh, who were involved in that incident with George Floyd. Uh, The officer who knelt on his neck has been charged with murder and is being detained at the moment. So that's happening. But there is a real focus about justice for Floyd and action against those other three men. Uh, that's something that the current police chief says really needs to happen because They're all complicit in what happened.
0: In news just out this morning, an independent autopsy commissioned by Floyd's family has found that he died of asphyxiation from sustained pressure. This contradicts the county medical examiner's determination that there were no physical findings to support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. Claire, the White House has also been a target for protesters. There's a lot of people watching to see how President Donald Trump is handling this whole situation, but there's also the element of an election coming up in November.
1: Yeah, and there's been some really violent scenes in front of the White House and in Washington, D.C. Uh, It was revealed yesterday that Donald Trump, the president, was taken by secret service agents to an underground bunker. It was one of the highest alerts that the White House complex has seen since the 9-11 attacks in 2001, to give you a sense of how serious it's being taken there. Uh, Also, of course, lots of scrutiny on Trump. He has criticised protesters He's criticised the media and this morning he's really focusing on officials and state police about their handling of the crisis. He's calling a lot of them weak uh, and wants more action to be taken. But yeah, as they head towards that November election, there are going to be plenty of things said uh, by plenty of people about Trump's leadership through this period.
0: There are some observers that say that these protests and demonstrations are the most widespread since demonstrations for civil rights and. protests against the Vietnam War. Speaking of historical protests, for the first time in 30 years, Hong Kong will not be able to hold a vigil on the anniversary
1: of the Tiananmen Square massacre on the 4th of June. Police have denied an application for that vigil to take place. Uh, They say that social distancing rules mean that gatherings of more than eight people remain banned until the 4th of June. Uh, That vigil was to take place on the 4th of June, which is the anniversary, and concerned Hong Kongers say that. That it's really the beginning of changes that will stifle their freedoms. With China last week agreeing to impose a new security law, they say it's really the beginning of the end there back home
0: now. We haven't had a housing market update in a while, Claire, so let's get into it. So far, house prices are holding up despite the economic cluster disaster of coronavirus.
1: Yeah, look, and there's been a decline in May of 0.4% when you look across the uh, nation. But uh, the good news is that's not as bad as some were expecting. Uh, Darwin performed the worst. It had a drop of 1.6%. And Melbourne and Sydney, our biggest housing markets, also had negative results there but there were positive results in Hobart, Canberra and Adelaide which is quite a surprise given what has gone down in the month. So analysts are saying there might not be the big crash that uh, was anticipated with COVID-19 but still really a bit too early to say.
0: Yeah analysts are also warning we won't know the full picture till September when the mortgage relief programs finish up as well. In media news now, the problem of whether media publications are liable for comments made on their social posts is back in the spotlight after three Australian media outlets lost an appeal against a decision last year that did hold them responsible for publishing defamatory Facebook comments made by members of the public on their social posts. Those comments were made about former Don Dale Youth detention centre detainee Dylan Voller. Give us a refresher on this one, Claire.
1: It's a really interesting case this one and not just for the media sector but also for any business that has a Facebook page where uh, people can get on uh, and make comments and they're being held liable it seems for what is said in that forum. A decision by the court hasn't been made yet about whether the comments are defamatory just that those media organisations are responsible for them and it's something uh, as I said that is going to get a lot of attention from people who do want to engage engage. engage with people via Facebook.
0: A message now from our podcast partner HelloFresh. Now imagine being able to cook a delicious dinner without the hassle of A deciding what to cook and B going to the shops. If that idea really speaks to you, you might like to give HelloFresh a try. HelloFresh does all the hard work for you by delivering a box full of fresh ingredients and easy-to-follow recipes straight to your doorstep so you can create tasty home-cooked meals. Head to hellofresh.com.au and use the code squeeze 90 so SQUIZ90, and you'll get up to $90 off across your first four boxes. There are some terms and conditions that do apply. I'll put a link direct to HelloFresh into your episode notes. Claire, the first day of winter really delivered the goods weather-wise, heavy winds, snow, storms and hail for parts of Australia's east and south
1: bit of an icy blast through a lot of areas, Melbourne uh, particularly got some really heavy winds and some rain. There's also reports of storms and snow and hail uh, that is going to permeate the week, Uh, looking at South Australia as well, and then heading up into New South Wales and uh, Canberra as well. I love the comment from the Bureau of Meteorology uh, forecaster, Richard Russell, who just said, welcome to winter. (laughs) Brutal. And true, <laughs> yes. it's
0: not a good time to hear that Ugg boots aren't great for foot support
1: if you wear them all day. <laughs> no Ugg boots with uh, Ugg boot foot. We've all been wearing slippers, and it's not good for your foot support. So if you've got <laughs> a bit of foot pain, that's what it's come from. But a bit of a necessary thing in in these cold days. Totally. And the Queen
0: has been photographed out riding while in isolation at Windsor Castle. She's doing so well for a 94 year old Can I just say?
1: Yeah just incredible Isn't she and of course she's been um, Tucked away in lockdown at Windsor Castle uh, where she is With Prince Philip and just a handful of Staff and uh, apparently Getting out and about now that things are Starting to ease and the weather's a bit better there Was something that she wanted to do so she Took uh, one of her ponies For a bit of a trot around the garden And she looked fantastic
0: She really did. Today also marks The 67th anniversary of her coronation so there you go. Claire what's the subject
1: line today? I've gone for the Doors song uh, Riders on the Storm it's of course a really good one for the Queen getting away for a bit of a a trot but uh, also of course with um, all of those chaotic scenes uh, in the US it is a bit of a Mm. storm and there are a lot of people out and about riding it.
0: Yeah, that is for sure. Plenty more to come on those protests. Thanks for listening today. A little plug before we go for our Squiz Kids podcast. Seven or eight minutes of age-appropriate news out each weekday at 7am. Covers the news with positivity and humour. Perfect for the school commute with your 8 to 12-year-olds. Check it out at squizkids.com.au. Have a good day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at squiz.com. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show, and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realize you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H U B B L, comes in.